It's hard to delight in God's ways when you're surrounding yourself with people that are ungodly. The ungodly simply don't share my hunger and thirst for righteousness. So what am I saying? Am I saying that I shouldn't associate myself with ungodly people? No, no, no way. Absolutely not. And I think the last mini-series that we just preached for about five weeks was all about right, being fearless in sharing your faith. God calls us to be the light in darkness. We need to in- engage with the lost. Absolutely. We need to show kindness, patience, and unconditional love. We're called to do that. However, please consider this one thing. Where do you fill up on that relational need that we all have? Where is your relational need met? And it matters. It really does matter. As a believer, the relational nourishment we need is found in godly relationships. It is found amongst the body of Christ. The person to the left of you, to the person to the right of you, the person in front of you, the person behind you. And if you're in the back row, the kids behind you in the other room. That's where your nourishment is found for relationship in the body of Christ. I'm challenging us, I'm challenging us to prioritize my relationships within the family of Christ. So some of us might say, hey, we've already got that down pat, just stay with me because this is, you know, when we speak to the body of Christ, we're speaking to everybody. We want, we want to be on the same understanding, same journey, same path that the Lord is leading our, our church to be able to have that heart to say, hey, if you haven't connected in the body of Christ, can I encourage you to come and be connected with the body of Christ? Because that's where you're going to find, when you're in Christ, that nourishment, that relational nourishment that you need. But let me ask you something. What opposes us from developing godly relationships? What's What's a barrier? What, what kind of stands in the way of us being able to have those relationships in Christ? Some of us might consider the relationships we have outside of the body of Christ to be more important. Okay, That's just what might be the case. Let me unpack this a little. I make friendships within the community, outside of church, my running club. I remember I used to be part of a running club in Penrith and um, we used to go on a Tuesday night and, you know, we used to run around the river and it was a little community. So I I began to engage with people and it was like a little community that um, I had formed over time. Maybe it's the school committee for some. That's your community that you're, you know, you're involved in. Maybe the knitting club. Anyone in the knitting club? Or maybe even... And I'm hoping not, I'm praying not, the Raiders Club. Actually, I'm a member of the Raiders Club myself, so ignore that. But the point is, right, I'm talking about what opposes us or what kind of stands in our way of fully immersing ourselves in the nourishment of relationships within the body of Christ. What what stops us from doing that? Because... The the reality is, we meet that relational need somewhere. We do, because we're relational people. 
And it's just kind of natural to want to be with somebody and not be alone, right? And when you're alone, sometimes you feel the imbalance of not seeing anyone. You're like, man, I just got to get out to the community. I got to be with somebody. But we meet our relational needs somewhere. The question is, do we understand the importance of pursuing relationships within the family of Christ? Do we understand the importance of it? It's not just a trivial thing like, oh yeah, I'm kind of connected. No, I'm, oh yeah, I am sometimes, sometimes I'm not. It's not. It's actually for your Christian development, for your walk in the Lord on this earth, having that relationship with the body of Christ is so important. You know, we speak often about reading the word and which I'm about to, I'm about to refer I'm about to refer to the word and I have already we speak about prayer but I also want to put a big massive light on the importance of relationship in Christ godly people like-minded on the same path on the same journey it should in my hear my heart in my opinion it should be one of the highest priorities in our life and I'm, and I'm not speaking this from a criticism way. I'm speaking it from, I guess, you know, I was reflecting with Joe. We have always planted ourselves in the house of the Lord. And it's been so important for us in all different seasons. Busy, not busy. Committed, not committed. With different things outside of church. We've always planted ourselves in the house of God. Because we believe that the nourishment that we receive is part of our Walk with the Lord. It's part of our development. It keeps us healthy as Christians. Amen? Do we understand the will of God when it comes to relationships? Because we always want to be obedient students to what God is saying. It's not what, what Dave's saying. It's what God is saying, right? So let me, let me read something very beautiful to you. In Matthew 12, 46, it says this. While he was still talking to the multitudes, behold, his mother and brothers stood outside seeking to speak with him. Then one said to him, look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak with you. But he answered and said to the one who told him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he stretched out his hand toward his disciples And said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Isn't that a powerful passage? Jesus helps us understand the importance of Christ-like people in your life. It's not just people that I know. He refers to those who do the will of God as your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, which is pretty important, right? So what I want you to do is I want you to turn to the person next to you, depending on um, who they are, say, hello, brother, or hello, sister. Or you can say bro for short. But I'll tell you something. Do you know what? That used, to, that used to drive me nuts, if I'm honest, because Joelle used to, you know, she, she, we, had, we liked each other. Um, 
you know, and praise the Lord, we're married now and all that. It's all good. But there was a moment, there was a time there that people would, you know, kind of um, say, oh, are you guys an item and stuff? And Joe would always answer, oh, no, he's just like my, he's my brother. He's like my brother. And it would drive me nuts because I'd be like, yeah, and you're my sister who I find very, very attractive. Right? And talk to me about brother and sister, brother and sister. I like you. You like me. Let's get married and move on. Right? But, but, the, but the point is, right, brothers and sisters in Christ, the passage might challenge you or it might encourage you. Maybe some of us are convicted because we don't treat our fellow believers like family. Maybe. I associate with these people on Sundays, but that's about it. Others might have a bad taste in your mouth regarding family and what you've experienced. Because there's a lot of people here. And when you think about brother, sister, mother or father, you might be thinking, that's a lot of pain, Dave. That's, that's, I've had a lot of pain with that. And so when you're talking to me about, oh, the closeness of family. Oh, it's so wonderful. You might, it might touch on something inside of you that says, hold back. There hasn't been a good experience for me. But can I encourage you that the family of Christ is different? God can restore your perspective of family as you embrace your brothers and sisters in Christ. Because you know why? He can restore how you view family. You know why? Because we as the body of Christ are obedient to the word of God. To what God asks us to be like. To behave like children of God to love each other, to forgive, to have allowances for one another and our faults and our mistakes and our failures. That's the body of Christ. That's, that's what God has in mind when it comes to family. So I encourage you to embrace what is available to you. I want to share another scripture and I'm almost come to an end because as I said, it's a shorter service today. And everyone said, Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can smell the food. <laughs> John thirteen thirty four says this, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. I'll just read the other part of the scripture in a second, but let me just focus on just that verse for a moment. What kind of love did Jesus offer us? He offered us a sacrificial love. Right, And he asks us to love one another as he has loved us. To be able to see somebody as more important than myself. To be willing and just like, and I'll share this in a moment, the example that we've had from Pastor Sid and Sue, a sacrificial kind of love to look out for others. The other part of the verse says, by this all will know that you are my disciples. How do we, how do we sh- shine Jesus Christ? By the love that we have for one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. It's quite simple. And we want to be the radiant bride of Christ that is drawing people onto Jesus. And we can do that by the love that we have for one another. You know, love is demonstrated like yesterday. 
we help move um, Chayton and his family. It's funny, his, his neighbor was there with a shovel, digging some soil. And he goes, oh, he goes, all oh, the labor, all the, uh, all, the, all the help and stuff. And we just kind of joked, we go, yes, yes, wait your turn. You're next. But the point is, church, who knows down the track if curiosity won't be something in his heart that would, would ask, who were the people that were helping you? Are they family? Who are they? Because Christ-like people demonstrating love, right, is what draws people to God by, by the instruction of the word here, by our love for one another. Amen? So I'm going to summarize what I've spoken about. God made us to be relational people. We're not meant to be alone. We need others. But not all relationships are healthy. God's word warns us of ungodly relationships. God's will is that we pursue godly relationships. For that nourishment that you need as a believer. It's a part of your walk. We should see those who are in the Christ as family. I know I mucked around with the brother and sister. And if you're a young single person, it's okay to call the, the, the brother that you're thinking is pretty attractive brother until you get married. Okay? That's okay. My challenge for us today, church, is to prioritize our relationships within the family of Christ. Love each other as Christ has loved us. Amen? Can I have actually the worship team come and join us? I'll tell you what, I, uh, speaking of the relational um, culture of in-church Canberra, I was blown away, like I shared before, probably before in the past, that Joe and I, when we moved, we, had, we, we needed a lot of help. <laughs> we had a lot of things to move from Penrith to Canberra. And we had so much love and help, right? And it was, it was, I was gobsmacked by it, and it was, I was convicted by it. I just, I just saw something that was so, so genuine, so authentic, so beautiful, something that the world does not offer. A bunch of people that have, you know, different nationalities, different race, different, you know, different things going on. And yet we all come together because a brother in need needs some help. Um, I saw that and it's, and it's a beautiful picture of what family does. And what, you know, I remember Sid picked me up on Sut- uh, Sutton Forest. I was on my motorbike Riding from Penrith, I was so determined to get every single item of my house back from Penrith to Canberra, and my motorbike didn't fit in the uh, the, the trailer. So I said, "That's it. I'm, I got a one two five. It's going to take me four hours to get to Canberra instead of two hours and forty minutes. But that's okay. I'm going to get my bike there." And then Sid rescued me halfway. Found out I'm on the motorbike on the highway, kind of vulnerable with trucks blowing past. And he came and picked me up and he said, that's what family does. He's, for us, it's, it's not even a, a question. If somebody needs help, that's what we do. And so I just want to continue as we move forward in the, with that heart, that spirit of that family. And if you're new here and you haven't engaged yet, can I encourage you that you are welcome 
you were loved in this place. And you will find that nourishment that you're looking for in terms of relationship here, right here. I want to encourage you on that. Next week, I want to preach on the benefits of godly relationships. So I haven't finished. I want to unpack what it is that is so beneficial about being in relationship with the body of Christ. I'm going to unpack that a bit more. And I also want to share some vision and strategy of what Joe and I see for the future of In Church Canberra. I'm, I'm excited. I, I really feel like, you know, as we move forward, we want to be intentional about a few things. And I can't wait to share that with you.